0: Hello, everyone. My name is Timmy Lane. And I am Verena. And welcome to the Learning Technology Coach Podcast.
1: In Series 3, we delve into the world of artificial intelligence,
0: its role in post secondary education,
1: how it's being implemented into the learning space,
0: plus a whole lot more.
1: And welcome to the final episode of Series 3 of the Learning Technology Coach Podcast, brought to you from the Media Services Production Studio of the Center for Innovation in Teaching and Learning. I have my amazing co-host Tim Elaine with me in the studio today. Tim Elaine, can you believe this is the last episode of this series?
0: Really, Verena, time flies really fast, and it is important to state at this point that we have had a really wonderful and impactful Series 3. I mean, we had sampled the opinions of the who's who's in higher education, and I personally have learned a lot.
1: I couldn't agree more. But now let's talk business. Timeline, what do you think of the new Master of Artificial Intelligence program at Memorial University?
0: Well, Verena, the Master of Artificial Intelligence here at Memorial University does sound really exciting. I mean, we all know that AI has come to stay and we need to make sure that students receive the necessary education to work in this rapidly evolving field.
1: That is so true. AI is turning into a crucial element of today's environment, and this is why Memorial University has launched its new Center for Artificial Intelligence with the goal to build partnerships with industry and the province's entrepreneurial landscape. And in the episode today, we will have a chat with a student who is enrolled in a new Master of Artificial Intelligence program.
0: Right, and as always, I'm sure we can learn a lot from this interview today, so sit back and enjoy. Welcome back to the Media Services Production Studio of the Center for Innovation in Teaching and Learning. Artificial intelligence is the hot topic of the moment. Naturally, students want to be equipped with the knowledge and skills to pursue a career in this field.
1: You are so right, Timeline. Universities are working hard to incorporate AI into their curricular and course offerings. Memorial University has recently launched its Master of Artificial Intelligence program, where students can delve into areas such as robotics, machine learning, or image processing.
0: Wow, that sounds really exciting. And I'm sure that students will be thrilled to learn about the details of what makes up AI. One of the students enrolled in this program in Memorial University, Dua Fatima, is with us today. She has kindly agreed to share her thoughts on artificial intelligence, its impact on education and on students, and much more. Verena, would you please introduce our guest?
1: It would be my pleasure. Dua was born and raised in Pakistan and is now a student at Memorial University's Master of Artificial Intelligence program. She did her undergraduate studies in bioinformatics, focusing on structural and functional prediction of G-quadruplex and computer-aided drug designing. She worked for Deepnostics, a startup company based in Germany, and owned by Dr. Raza Rehman from Harvard University and Dr. Anna Lipov from Johns Hopkins University. Dua has also worked on microbiome data analysis through machine learning. My goodness, that's quite the bio, hey?
0: <laughs> that's fantastic, Dua. welcome to the show
2: thank you so much thank you for inviting me
0: how are you doing today
2: i'm doing great beautiful
0: i mean i've i've you know listened to verena um, read out your bow and then most of these big words that i'm hearing i mean the They sound really big, but we shouldn't go into the details of that for now. I believe you are going to provide clarification if that's needed. (laughs) But I really want to ask you, what brought you into this program, Artificial Intelligence?
2: So like uh, she said, that I belong from a bioinformatics background. And since I was working in one of the domains of AI over there, so it was microbiome data analysis and it involved a lot of like uh, AI, like machine learning and lots of big data to be analyzed through the um, like the like a machine um, learning process. So uh, that was one of the reasons why I developed interest in AI. And then I saw this program was offered in memorial and then I applied over here. That's awesome, Dua. So, um,
1: for most of us here at Mon, um, artificial intelligence is actually something, um, that's more so of a n- new concept and we're all uh, raving about chat GPT and whatnot. But it sounds like, uh, you've been familiar with artificial intelligence for quite some time. So you've worked with it in your undergrad studies. Um, what, uh, what do you hope to gain from this, um, program at Mon now?
2: So since I had a background in bioinformatics, I'm going to move forward with uh, AI in bioinformatics itself. I'm not going to change my domain. And uh, my uh, career goal is to go into biomedical industries that is using uh, image processing and uh, computer vision and uh, machine learning, in in order to, you know, analyze and help the medical industry. So this was one of the reasons why I came into this program and I chose AI.
0: Oh, good. So, so far the program is giving you what you expected, right?
2: Yeah, it's giving me all the courses that I wanted. So I had a big career, like I had a big choice of choosing my courses over here. I did computer vision course i did machine learning course and i'm in my last semester right now and i'm doing a project too that is uh, based on helping all the professors and the students to you know quickly uh, skim through their um lecture notes and get their answers from whoever professors note they want to you know have to uh, see into
1: mm-hmm. wonderful um did you face any challenges in the in the program
2: Uh, Yeah, there was a lot of challenges since uh, obviously it was a different background. Like I did have like a lot of knowledge of IT before and also biology, but going into a complete um, different, like into a IT-based company, like IT-based studies. Uh, So it was difficult for me to, um, you know, um, adapt to the environment since uh, I didn't have that much knowledge of engineering also but I am, uh, I did well, I am doing well, and that's the thing, you, it's hard sometimes, but you, you know, get it through it. Of course, of course, it wouldn't be grad
1: school if it weren't challenging, I guess. Yeah. Um, So, I'm wondering, do you personally use AI to help you study or, like, prepare yourself um, for your AI um, master studies? Like, do you use things, like, it? ChatGPT, for example.
2: Yeah, ChatGPT is like a big hard topic right now because almost all the like the students are using ChatGPT to help through you know different assignments and stuff. Uh, but yeah, that is one of the things that I do use. It helps me in learning and preparing my lectures. It also helped me understand some topic. It's a big, uh, you can say it's the Nobel Prize winning software that is developed by OpenAI for all the students. So it does like give a lot of help to all the students. So that's the one of the thing that I'm using uh, to chat GPT. Other than that, uh, we do have um, like softwares from OpenAI. There's a whisper in which you can, like there's a, like you can translate your voice into text and uh, yeah, so there you can also use AI in uh, games. So we did have a course in which we were uh, developing games through uh, reinforcement learning. And we did uh, develop games that was related to all the algorithms. And yeah, so it's a lot of stuff we were using in AI. Yeah.
0: Beautiful. I'm so happy to learn that um, you are talking about um, ChatGPT and OpenAI, um, you know, beyond just helping students to do uh, maybe to Gain information or to get more information, but also in transcribing mm-hmm. and, you know, turning text into speech or speech into text, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, whatever way. But I really want to know, are you worried or concerned about the ethical use of this um, program? You know, maybe students just use it, you know, um, they just use it and just get all of the information from it and dump it on their instructors, you know, as submitters, as assignments. So, do you feel worried or concerned or do you think, well, there is a lot of opportunity in here? Uh, What's your opinion on that?
2: So, uh, involving like developing an AI uh, involves bad AI as well as good AI. So, good AI is something that is going to benefit the humanity and the students as well. Bad AI is something that Everyone is fear of having that's like a robot taking over the world, but obviously that's not going to happen. But uh, in like Chat GPT, it has now they have introduced like a citation over there. So if you're using Chat GPT, you have to use citations from there, which can in like uh, eliminate the fear of you know plagiarism. So, uh, but obviously students are using some things in like in bad ways. Like, they are doing assignments through that, which is technically not right, to be honest. So, you can say AI is good and AI has its own, like, it's on the person who's using it. Yeah. It's
1: more focused on how you use it. Absolutely. I, so. I agree with you. I think um, everybody has probably a different understanding of uh, ethical use of different softwares. Yeah. And uh, it comes down to the person if they want to use AI to cheat or yeah. just, you know, help them learn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious because um, your background is in bioinformatics, so you have a computer background, but also um, a biology background. Do you see that AI could be beneficial in disciplines other than say computer science as well when you think of your biology perspective or maybe in
2: chemistry or wherever? So AI is basically development of lots of softwares. So softwares can be used in many things. So one of the example is right now an AI is being used in the detection of ships in the ocean, in the ocean technology. I. Had a conversation with one of the like the emerging uh, startup company here, and they were developing uh, an AI to detect uh, the ships that were at a like a distance from one ship to another, so that you know they they can give signals to them on a radar, and they can know which ships are where they are going. So AI can be in that. Then AI is in automobiles too, in mechanics right now. There's a whole car that you know just drives with just you know reading the uh, lines on the road. So AI is involved there. AI is also involved in gamings. AI is involved in biology, chemistry. In chemistry, the structure and function prediction that I told you, there are, these softwares are created by AI that's helping researchers to move into uh, that, that's making them uh, like their their research easier uh, for them to you know go ahead. Um, apart from that, AI is like uh, like it's everywhere right now. It's in mining. It's it's everywhere.
0: Oh, interesting. So um, I just want to ask, uh, with your artificial intelligence master's program right now, uh, what do you see with AI in the future? As a student that is studying AI itself, what do you see as the future of AI, especially? In the higher education like this, like Memorial University for instance, what do you think this is going to uh, become in the near future?
2: AI is a big thing. It's, it's just it's like your whole world is moving into AI right now. They're moving into making lives easier and for obviously for all the domains, like students, for different domains, for researchers, for mechanicals, for technicians. So if I see the future, I see it's it's going to be a big, it's going to be great, actually. It's going to be great because um, it's going to make life easier for everyone. So how they're going to make it easier is like, you can just walk into, there's an AI that's helping you through your retail shopping experience. If you're walking into uh, fast food, there's an AI that is taking your order. So it will happen in the near future.
0: Interesting. So, I, so I believe you are, you are more excited about it than concerned about it.
2: Yeah, I am excited about it because it sometimes it just blows your mind. Like ChatGPT did blow my mind. I was like, wow, I can just type in any question and that thing is giving me all the answers. Like I don't have to go, go- do Google and then search for the references. I can just type in, I want to search the structure of a function prediction of something. It gives me everything. It gives me the code too. I don't have to do any coding too. But obviously, we need to have that knowledge to, you know, run the code, then make the code and to compile it and then, like, you know, work on it. But it's like now in even in IT industries, people who doesn't know how to code, they can just ask ChatGPT, and then the ChatGPT can, like, literally give you the written thing. But you should obviously have some knowledge of, you know, you know, changing it a bit and, um, like, you can, like, manipulate it. So AI is like that. And I don't know if you guys heard about Sophia. It's a robot that they basically, uh, they made. And it's the first robot that had a citizenship of Saudi and India. Wow. Uh, Yeah. So it's a whole robot right now. That's the big topic too. Uh, it's the uh, first citizen on the earth, so you can say. And uh, they, and also you talked about the ethical issues. So there were questions to her that the, the people asked, and they said, uh, will you take over the world? And she was like, no, I'm not designed to do that.
1: Of course <laughs> she has to say that, obviously. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, tying everything back to higher education, um, I'm wondering if you were talking with a university instructor right now, um would you have any advice for them on how they could maybe prepare um, their teaching and their curriculum for, you know, artificial intelligence and how their students will use it in the future?
2: I think um, there should be softwares like AI made for them to to detect if the student is like using these ai rightly or not because if we can develop chat gpt we can develop things for them too and uh, like i said my project my final year project is something that can help the instructors to prepare their lectures or they can like easily a student can come they can upload their uh, the professor's lectures and they can they don't they don't have to read the whole pdf you'll we'll just ask the questions from key key points and then you can easily get Whatever answer you want, it's like ChatGPT, but it's like ChatGPT of your lectures. So uh, that is one of the things we are working on right now. There are different things that my my colleagues are working on. They are working like uh, for something for the blind people, like hearing the audio, and you know they can easily um, learn what the like the video says and stuff like that.
0: Thank you, Dual. I just really want to learn more about um, the Artificial Intelligence program at Memorial University. Are there um, things that really excite you about the program? Like, do you have favorite courses, you know, or certain things they do in the program that make you really feel good? Uh, ju- we just want to learn more about the program.
2: Okay, so um, I did a lot of research coming here and choosing university for myself. And there were three universities that were technically offering the semester program and uh, Memorial was one of them that I, I got uh, you know, attracted to. It was because uh, Memorial had a very fast pace, um, like a program, it was 16 months and I could just finish up in very quickly and they were, uh, the courses uh, that the Memorial was offering, like it was seven core courses and three elective courses. So the seven that they were offering was based on completely on ai so the it it involved algorithms it involved the study of uh, um, like um, like linear algebra like basic foundations so they took me from basic to advanced level which is very nice for someone who's coming from a different background like bioinformatics for example there are so many students in my class that are from not from it the background like one of my friend is from mining background so for people for students like that ai was an excellent structure that memorial offered to the student and uh, this is uh, like this was one of the reasons why my all my colleagues got attracted to memorial because they were taking us from the fundamental to the advanced. so it helped us a lot so the like I learned a lot of things in uh, up till now, and I'm still learning I'm in my last semester. And the most favorite thing, I think, was my uh, image vision course. So it involved the studies of images and how you can analyze images, how you can train uh, the data of image data, and you can, um, you know, sharpen the image you can change filters how can you can read and uh, there were there was a lot of stuff and then the second course that i really liked was how ai is involved in games so that's very nice so because it was a challenging course for me but then it was something that gave me a like like a vision of what i'm i am studying and i'm gonna you know where i can go and move ahead in my future so AI, yeah, that was one of the things that excited me. And then AI itself is a word that whenever you say I'm doing AI and you're like, oh, you are so intelligent. You're doing AI. <laughs> so, so that is cool. Yeah. It feels cool. It feels like I'm doing something big and
1: it is big to be very honest. Yeah. I'm sure Timeline and I are thinking the exact same thing. You know, we read your bio and thought, my goodness, uh, she must be <laughs> so good. Um, Um, Dua, thank you very, very much for this really interesting interview. We're reaching the end of our time, unfortunately, but thanks for sharing your thoughts today.
2: Thank you so much for inviting me. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Dua. Welcome back to the studio. That was a lot of information from Dua. Verena, what's a big learning moment from that interview?
1: Well, Dua had a lot to say about AI, but speaking from the perspective of an international student, she said that AI could help students whose first language is not English to access academic resources better, either by translating to their first languages or by transcribing text-to-speech and vice versa.
0: Absolutely. Accessibility is one of the many strengths of AI that students can leverage. And finally, we have come to the end of the third series of the Learning Technology Coach podcast. We want to say a big thank you to you, our listeners, for sticking with us through it all. Indeed, we've had a fantastic series. I believe Verena agrees with me on that, but this could never be possible without your support.
1: Yes, absolutely. We had a great time chatting about AI in higher education. We've had a variety of guests that shared their insight into the topic from their perspective. And I think that one of the big conclusions that we can draw from this podcast series is that at this point in time, nobody is an expert in AI. Instructors might be concerned about the impacts of AI on higher education and teaching, and it is okay to be concerned. However, There is so much potential in artificial intelligence, and we think that we should embrace it and leverage it to our advantage rather than refuse to use it.
0: Absolutely, my friend. And to students out there, you have listened to educators and people who have worked with AI in many capacities, and a student like you talk about many benefits of using AI as students. However, AI must not overtake your efforts and learning process. For it to be a sound education, it has to be done the right way. You are in control of what you learn. Don't let AI take that away from you.
1: Nicely said, Timmy Lane. And I think that we can leave our listeners to ponder on that. Again, thank you so much for tuning in.
0: And yeah, we would like to take this opportunity to thank our friends from the Media Services Production Studio of the Center for Innovation in Teaching and Learning at Memorial University. A big shout out to our producer, Adrian Collins, and the team, Philip Carrins, and Shello for the outstanding work in bringing this series to life.
1: And also, of course, a big thank you to the Learning Technology Coach Program Lead, Darlene Flight, and the entire leadership group of the Center for Innovation in Teaching and Learning. Until next time, I am Verena.
0: And I am Timmy Bye-bye. Ciao. The Learning Technology Coach Podcast is a CITL
2: production.